Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Joining us from Mumble in the Jungle, out of South Africa, Clinton Vanderberg. G'day, Clinton. How you doing? Hi, Ricardo. Uh, always good to be chatting. Uh, no complaints. Thank you. That's good, mate. That's good to hear. I know, uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit of rugby later on, but first, let's talk some boxing, mate. Big heavyweight bout this weekend. Joseph Parker um, up against Joe Joyce in Manchester. I've been watching some of Parker's training videos. He's training with Tyson Fury and a big Icelandic bloke whose name I can't pronounce. Um, so he's, he's training with some very big heavyweights. I guess that sets him up pretty well to take on Joe Joyce. How do you, how do you see this fight going? Yeah, big fight. Uh, the heavyweight, I must say, another. Um, as, as you well know, it, it's seldom that you get you know sort of well matched heavies. Um, yet, yet this is one of those, uh, no question. Um, Joyce is a big man, uh, bigger than Parker. Uh, I mean, it's utterly fascinating. Um, you know, they're both guys uh, who have big ambitions. Um, and, it, you know, obviously, Joyce being the home fighter, I think is incredibly important. But, of course, Parker training with Tyson Fury is massive, uh, who is, is even bigger than, than Joyce. Uh, Fury's got a lot of hope, a lot of respect for his pal, um, and they've really struck up a kinship, uh, which is you know pretty cool to see with uh, essentially what arrived. Um I must say, uh, Ricardo, I like this fight very much. I think it's going to be uh, tight as heck and, and probably be quite a special fight. Well, there's also, I mean, something that Joseph Parker's been trying to, to, to talk up in the media. Um, Sky Sports UK obviously have the fight, and he's been saying, well, look, you know, I've lived in Manchester the last 18 months. He's from London. Most of the crowd will be on my side because I've got Tyson in my corner. So it's hard to say who it's going to be a home fight for in a way. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good point. But the one thing I don't think you can argue about is, is the Brits are the best boxing fans in the world. Uh, not only do they do they pay up and come out to support their fighters, but they're very loud, uh, which is brilliant. And I dare say, uh, given what you said, the crowd will probably be split. Uh, there will be some uh, some sentiment for uh, for Parker, but uh, you know, not forgetting that uh, Joyce is the home man. He's also an Olympic medalist, uh, which you shouldn't underestimate uh, in terms of the the public's affection. It's an interesting matchup too because you know Joyce is such a uh, a big man and he's a bit older than I think a lot of people think. You know he's thirty six, so he's actually older than Joseph Parker. You know, but he doesn't have the professional record that Parker does. He seems to me to be quite a static fighter. He just likes to walk forward and and impose on people with his size. Uh, whereas Joseph Parker, you know, probably better footwork, probably faster hands. Uh, it's intriguing to see how this plays out. Yeah, it's a good point, you know, but another another kind of static fighter you might uh, think about in his second uh, incarnation was George Foreman. Mm. You know, he wasn't particularly quick. He was quite uh, cumbersome. 
Um, you know, didn't throw combinations, but just he was seriously strong. You saw when he when he knocked out uh, Michael Moore all those years ago for the heavyweight championship. And Joyce is a bit like that as well. And I think people underestimate his boxing pedigree. So he's I mean, incredibly slow, uh, but when he catches up with you, uh, he can be pretty deadly. We saw when he fought Dubois, who was a young gun, and people were raving about Dubois coming through. And Joyce just walked him down. Um, so he's one of those guys. He's methodical. He hits incredibly hard as well. So he's no, he's not going to outbox you. He's not going to outflip you. Uh, but but I think his power and his strength is, is very significant and will be a big feature this weekend. What do you know about Joe Joyce's jaw? How 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 durable is he? Well, listen, he's been cracked. But you know, if you think back in the in the amateur days, um, of course, people change and they they get bigger, they get stronger. But he lost to Joshua as an amateur on points. Um, and he, he boxed uh, Usyk as well, uh, the current heavyweight champion, and, and lost on points. Um, and certainly, as, as a pro, he hasn't been down, um, and to my knowledge, hasn't hasn't been obviously hurt either. So he takes a, he takes a shot pretty well. And if you think he's fought, you know, he's fought decent guys. Uh, Dubois could certainly punch, and Dubois couldn't couldn't make a dent in him. Uh, Christian Hammer as well. Uh, I mean, in enough in enough fighter, but you know, with a decent decent dig as well. But he couldn't. Uh, Hurt Joyce at all, but for me the you know the form thing was Dubois how he managed to walk through him, uh, which is very significant. And I, I dare say Dubois is probably a bigger hitter than Parker. Mm, yeah, that'll be interesting. And the one thing that I have noticed with Joe uh, Joseph Parker that is over his last couple of fights, and this is something that David Naika, um, who we've had on before um, and was part of that training camp as well, has talked about. He said, you know, the biggest thing he got from training with Andy Lee and, and Tyson Fury was less about actual boxing and more about wanting to hurt someone when you're in the ring. Um, you know, he said that he and Joe, you know, maybe it's a Kiwi thing, I don't know. They they tend to be, they don't have that killer instinct. He said, whereas, you know, training with Tyson and training with Andy Lee, it's all about how can I hurt my opponent? I want to put the hurt on him. I want to make sure that he knows he's in here with somebody who's going to do him damage. Um which is interesting because it's a it's a different shift for for Joseph Parker. I mean, he's never had a nickname like a lot of boxers, Clinton. But the one that that was teed around a lot for by his camp when they were thinking about whether or not to give him one was uh, Joseph the Gentleman Parker. Uh, this seems like he, he's he's pivoted away from that. Yeah, it, it, it's a good point. And if you contrast it with the most recent fight this weekend, where Canelo spoke of of wanting to hurt. Uh, Triple G wanting to end his career, which really got under Triple G's skin. He, in fact, referred to that. Um, but you can understand where that comes from. And in fact, I think uh, you know you might you might choose a different phrase to kill an instinct in a sport as dangerous as boxing. But but I do think there is a virtue in having that uh, that ambition and having that that desire to hurt your opponent because either you know it's either you hurt him or he's going to hurt you. There's no question about that. And I must say, looking from afar, Parker has always struck me as being a nice guy. When in fact you want somebody with a bit of an edge to them, um, I think that's really important. You know what worries me is that about 18 months ago he went life and death with Derek Chisora. You know, I mean that's a guy you should get out of there if, you, mm. if you're a guy like Pop. Of course he won the rematch as well on points, but um, I would certainly, you know, for all his ability, his speed, his footwork, um, his natural instinct, I would like to see somebody who digs a little bit more. Yeah, all right, okay. So, uh, from everything you've said, Clinton, I, I I feel like you're leaning on uh, leaning the Joe Joyce side in terms of a, a result here. Uh, yes, I am, but but narrowly. 
And in fact, I think uh, Parker's durability will help him. I think he'll have his moments in the fight, but uh, I just suspect that Joyce's heavy hands uh, might prove telling over, you know, over the distance. Mm, I'm looking forward to that fight coming up this weekend. Um, before I let you go, though, Clinton, we should talk a United Rugby Championship. That is back. Of course, we've had a had a, a one round back now. How has this new uh, competition gone for you, for the from a South African point of view? Um, and are the fans buying into it as much as they bought into Super Rugby? Yeah, that's a, that's a good a good question. I think that that sort of more importantly or more broadly is that what people are, are seeing is a Springbok team in transition. So they haven't dominated as we hope they might as world champions that kind of thing. But um, there's no question that they're enjoying the championship. But I think what they're enjoying is the competitiveness of it. You know, um, obviously going down to Argentina and not being absolutely certain that you'll get a result, particularly after they beat uh, they beat the All Blacks, notwithstanding what happened in the in the, in the rematch. Um, but I think uh, the, the fact that it's all been ultra competitive is really good. And, and no matter the state of the relationship between South Africa and New Zealand in particular, uh, for the fans, it still rates as a massive contest and probably the ultimate contest as well. And uh, I must say, Australia, they've had the wood on us in, in Australia for, for many years now. So to get a win down there was uh, incredibly important as well. Um, and I think what we left with, you know, after all the wrangling, the fighting, the fallouts, et cetera, we still left with a, with a pretty robust championship um, that, that demands a lot of the players. And it's still very appealing on the eye. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. It's good to know. It's good to know because I did wonder that. I mean, I, I, part of me thought South African fans, you know, if you're a Lions fan or a Bulls fan, you, you just want to see your team play and compete against someone. But did it make a difference if it, that that team was Welsh or Irish or French uh, or or Italian or or if it was a Kiwi team? Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly right. Uh, no question about it. And I must say, there are pockets of fans I talk to, and uh, we desperately miss. Uh, many, many of the teams from uh, from Super Rugby, um, and people, you know, it was obviously there were great rivalries, but we we grew quite fond of, particularly the Kiwi teams, um, uh, you know, the way they play, what they put on, and and the URC has been a slow burn. Of course, URC is what we play Super Rugby. It's been a slow burn, but it helped that the Stormers won it, and fans uh, here have slowly fallen in love with the new competition. It's very good. It's very welcoming. It's got a lot going for it, but it is not Super Rugby. Mm. Indeed. All right, Clinton. Hey, listen. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. Great to chat to you. Good, to, good to be able to chat some 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 fight sport with you as well, not just rugby. Uh, yeah, looking looking forward to that go, uh, that fight this weekend, mate. And there's plenty plenty more big fights coming, and uh, some more Kiwi boxes for you to watch out for, mate. If, if you're going to watch the Cambosis Junior Haney rematch, uh, David Nika and Hemi Ahio, two Kiwi fighters, are on that undercard as well. So another couple to keep your eye on. Thanks for the heads up. I look forward to it. Yeah, good stuff. Clinton Vandenberg from mumbleinthejungle.co.za there with us out of South Africa.